everybody. Happy Memorial Day. This is Stephanie March. I'm the senior editor of Food and Dining at Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine and a co-host of The Weekly Dish. I'm being joined today by Miss Molly Herman of Kitchen in the Market. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Good. It is nice outside. You know, I always right now. Do, I realize I do the weather report first all the time. I'm like, <laughs> so it's a nice day. It's a great 76 degrees as on my drive in. I thought it was fabulous. This is the time to be up. Oh, it is. Go to sleep at around 2 or 3 in the afternoon. Take your siesta because it's going to be spanking hot. Scorching. Our neighbors were already out doing yard work at 7 a.m. this morning. See, do you, what is your right. metric on? I mean, they weren't doing, were they doing machine yard work? Mm, well, no, they were doing no like motors digging, running. No motors running. Okay. It was like digging and like weeding and stuff like that. Okay, I'm down with that. Yeah. I just worry like, because I, of course, think I have to mow my front lawn and over the next yeah, three no, days. 7 a.m. is the wrong time to do that. Right, I'm not going to do that. I just don't know when my break is. What do you think it is? Like 10 a.m.? On a Saturday or Sunday? Yeah, I, I would think say 10. A, I'd say 10 is fair. 10 is fair. Actually, nine is fair. If you're if you're uh, in a, if you're in a a community where you know there's lots of families, the kids are already up. Yeah. So I would say nine. Okay, is is reasonable. I would be. I don't get out of bed on Sundays until nine specifically. Ooh, I mean, like I lay good. there and read books or whatever. Yeah. I, but like that's yeah. my little rule. But so then I'm like, if I hear a lot more, I kind of start to feel guilty. <laughs> Like I need must be doing something must ah, be productive. Yes. No. The boys, my boys, are uh, doing some yard work this morning, and then they're taking their siesta to watch a uh, soccer game this afternoon. Oh, are they going There's, to the game? They're or, not going. Oh, they're, they're just going to watch it. They're being in the basement. Yeah. Are they in watching? The very cool. Yes. Very dark, dark basement. Cool ba- <laughs> I know everybody's in their basements. I finally have a basement worth sitting in. I mean, I I had in my old house unfinished basement, and this right. one is finished. So this is a nice idea. But I'm still sort of, <laughs> I'm just sort of weirded out by the fact that there's 90s and we haven't left May. I, I'm, I'm a little not worried about for this that. summer. I'm worried. Although, you know, conversely, last summer, it was so cold and rainy. Was like, it? it felt like we didn't have a summer. Do you remember? Like, no. most of June was cold and rainy. No, I don't okay, remember. Okay, cool. I'll say cool, cool, not cold. Yeah. Yeah, right. Perspective. Yes. Please, Florida. <laughs> um, I will tell you that I, I don't, I have this thing where I, I mean, like, I'm one of those people who's like, yeah, what was it like? It was only a year ago, and I don't remember. It. Well, you flush it. That's I fine. know. You just kind of move That's on. That's okay. That's all right. You live in the moment. I do. And so do you. <laughs> hopefully, you guys are hanging out. Um, hopefully, you're going to have a great Memorial Day, a three-day weekend, and, and picnic, and gather, and do other things. And um, solo. If you're going to, oh, is, did that open? It did. Dang. I forgot that. I still have to see Deadpool. Oh, I haven't seen that yet either. I think that's the in this. If you are avoiding the heat, if you don't have AC Movies. like I don't, Jake and I have already plotted our triple feature. There you go. <laughs> you know, of like if we can go to one, two, and three, possibly hit the cinema grill. By the Ooh. way, which you can eat dinner at and have your movie happening. Nice. I know. Although I know. you you told us not a couple of weeks ago about the Mall of America, I haven't been there since the new theater opened. But yeah, it's worth the, it. Oh, the, I have free passes. The food is good, right? The food is good. Like if you're gonna get a, a I don't ever get pizza at a movie theater because I always sort of sure. feel like you're just microwaving. These guys, you see the pizza oven that they pull it out of. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that we're getting good. We're getting good food in stadiums, and we're getting good food at the theaters. That's yeah, awesome. I know. I've been driving by. P.S. the uh, I, the new soccer stadium. Yeah, it is cool. It's very like cool. I am way excited for it. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna have to go, go with lose. your husband and your kid. Yes, to the games they, because they switched their tickets today because they knew where they were doing too much at home. But yeah. yeah, they have some extra tickets. You should hit them up. I know. I'm gonna do it. It's going to be fun. Um, hopefully uh, you guys are out and about and hopefully you're going to any sort of Memorial Day parties. I did put a question on the Facebooks uh, for everybody. We asked, uh, what's your best crowd pleasing dish to bring to a picnic or summer potluck? So if you Ooh. can put your stuff on there, 
Uh, I know there's some people who are following, looking for ideas, but we will be talking about all of this kind of stuff during the show today. If you want to call in, you know, kind of, we're going to be loosey goosey with the phones a little bit, like we do on these weekend, on these (laughs) holiday weekend things. Nobody's listening to us, right? You know, I don't know. Maybe you're all driving north. I feel like everyone might be, you know, people might be in the car driving north still. Okay, maybe. Or they're up north and they're listening to this on like Tuesday. And that's okay too. Podcast. (laughs) Podcast. Um, but anyway, so give us a call or go to the Facebook and uh, give us a couple things. Uh, I have to tell you what I did yesterday. What? Because I don't know if you watch my instant stories because that's the only place I know how to do things when I'm like busy. <laughs> it's the quick, it's it the is. quick knee jerk. I'm here. I'm doing this. Well, and then when you're down, you know, in sort of hinterlands boondocks, I mean, it's, it's beyond boondocks. It's hinterlands, you know, that's, boondocks that's to me is something coming for you. I know boondocks is me and my brethren out in like in the Metro reachable. This was two and a half hour drive to spring Grove, Minnesota. And I have to tell you, I went to a distillery farm, not a pizza farm. So, yeah. So explain this. <laughs> so this is rock filter distillery farm. And basically this is one of my most favorite stories that I'm going to get to tell in the magazine or somehow, because this is, there's so much to tell about this group of people who are there. They have a certified organic farm that, uh, Christians, you know, his dad was an organic farmer before it was cool to be an organic farmer. And he just took over the traditions. They raise grass fed beef and sheep and lambs. And they basically have also started farming organic heirloom corn, Oh, like wow. Oaxacan green corn. Okay. And Which our friends at Rodning do as well. Oh gosh, yeah. Yeah. And they uh they've got all these from the seed savers right across the border in Iowa in Decorah. Okay. Um they are so they're so they're growing all these heirloom, you know, grains, Varieties. rye mm-hmm. and all the rest. And then they are grinding them themselves. They are milling them at Sheck's Mill, which is from like 1867 the last original equipment Stone ground mill in the state of Minnesota. Wow. Using water power and the French quartz stones that were hauled there in the 1800s. How cool. I Stephanie's bouncing up and down in her seat right now, by the way. <laughs> hecka out. I mean, it was like, I, I mean, if you're, I mean, this was like green to glass in the highest form. I saw the plants, the little tiny plants mm-hmm. that will be the barley, you know, that will then they will make into the, you know, and then you see the water and the grinding of the mill and I have some flour in the car. And then, and then we went to the distillery and they showed you how they were smoking their cherry wood smoked rye from, you know, that they grew the cherry wood. It's all over the place. It's, it's an incredible. incredible story. And here's the best part, you guys. They have a cocktail room in Spring Grove, Minnesota. If you're looking for a drive, I mean, how far is the drive? It's a two and a half hour drive from the metro. Okay. So that's you, not too. So you, you're you going to. You can't really indulge in the cocktail room. Well, but too much. here's the deal. <laughs> I would say <laughs> there's an one, of there, sure. <laughs> yeah, one of you can. One of you can. But this, you guys, this—they're only doing bourbon, and they're they're only doing whiskey. They're not doing vodka. They're not making rat. They're not making gin. Nothing Concentrated else. Concentrated effort. That's it awesome. is just whiskey, and um, they are. Uh, I gotta did say, did you bring any whiskey back with you? I did. It's in my car. Oh, good. I'll I meet know. you in the parking lot. Yeah, I'll meet you in the parking lot. <laughs> it is so beautiful and so it, you can find it around town too. Like it is, they well, are selling it. Saying something because you are a whiskey connoisseur, and it so is, you don't you don't wax you know, poetically no. about just any old well, whiskey. Well, and Minnesota whiskey. Minnesota whiskey is hard. It's yeah. it's young. It tastes kind of green sometimes. So are, is that how they're getting the ages with the smoking? They are, I will tell you, they are getting their age through smaller barrels like everybody else, okay. you know, that you get a, you know, a higher concentration of right. wood per, 
liquid. Um, liquid square inch. Liquid square inch. <laughs> square footage. Volume. Volume. We'll go with volume. Volume is good. Um, they have, uh, you know, they're not aging them that long, and it's, but it's shocking the difference. And mm. it's, a, I think it is because of a couple, and the water, by the way, is from the same, it's, they're using the pure water from, you know, the wells, and it's from the same limestone filtered aquifers that basically flow down to Kentucky. It's the oh, same yeah. Because that's, that's what makes Kentucky whiskey so amazing, right? Yeah. Is the is Limestone. what it's being filtered through. And right. isn't there another type of um, quartz or something in a specific area in Kentucky that's a little bit different? I think there's, a, yeah, I think there's some sort of outcropping. We should ask Matt, my geologist son. He would yes. know all of this, but he's Matt, if hiking. Matt, Colin. He's hiking on the Superior Trail. Oh. <laughs> Such a geologist. Being a geologist. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, so they use this water and these these organic ingredients like they don't there's nothing chemical about it's just raw ingredient and these heirloom grains that they're using and growing. Mm-hmm. It is I think it's the cake. It's like, you know, it's like the ingredients have built this great cake and the icing is the fr- is the you know is sort of the aging. It doesn't need that much aging. I mean like we were tasting one year and two year statements and that okay. was it was shocking. You're going to taste it and you're going to shock. You're going to be like, so what? That's so cool. I'm yeah. excited. So that is... So I'm this glad is, you had a great time. Yeah. And here's the other thing. Just... And I'm going to talk about this. This is actually later. But Spring Grove. Cutest little town. I got to say, I love small towns in Spring Minnesota. Grove is the soda too, right? Yes. And the soda, soda yeah. makers are there. Yeah. And there's... They're I mean, a beverage town as well. They're kind of... Like. There might be liquid. But if you do feel like you want to take a drive... And go out there, there's, I mean, the cocktail room is open and sometimes they have Fat Pat's barbecue outside and sometimes, and it's right across from the city park where there's a gazebo and it's just like, why don't I live here? Quaint. I know. Because then you couldn't make it to all your other stuff. That's true. Two and a half hour commute is a little rough. Maybe, I know, I know. (laughs) Maybe in another day. But we did stop by, uh, we did end up stopping by uh, Rochester on the way home because there was some weather activity. Uh, so we pulled in and it happened to be the second to last day of the doggery. If you've been to Rochester, you know that this is a basement cocktail bar that has sort of really set the tones in uh, Rochester for cocktailing. And we saw Ainsley, who is... And so they're closing? They're closing. Today's their last day. And why are they closing? It's a rent issue. Ugh. It's a it's a landlord issue. It's just, it's just not... It's just not, it's just, you know, yeah. they can't make everything work anymore. So, well, we've but, got a lot of that going around right now. I know. But let me just say this, and I'm going to sneak this little stuff. There's some exciting, yeah, there, Ainsley will be around. Okay. So we'll just say that. Mm, and we'll just scoop. say, I'm a little excited for it because those cocktails were good. Delicious. All right. We're going to take a quick break, you guys. When we come back, we are going to dive right into the Memorial Day soup and get right into. How to host a Memorial Day party, because Molly is a little bit pro as a caterer. She knows all the answers to these things. If you have questions about that, again, all the answers, all the answers, that just set me up. See, I just get to right sit, there. I get to sit back and Molly's going to take all the calls today. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. If you have any calls, otherwise check out the Facebook and uh, we'll be right back. This is the weekly dish brought to you by Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to weekly dish. Uh, I'm Stephanie March. I'm here with Molly Herman today. Happy Memorial Day, Happy weekend. Memorial Day, kids. We are talking about all sorts of good, fun stuff this uh, this morning in terms of Memorial Day treats, picnic eats, how to have a party, all the stuff. We do have a question on the line. We have Lindsay. Hey, Lindsay, what's going on? Good morning. Good, good morning. I yeah. have a question about ice cream. Okay. What's your question? Is it okay to have it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Yes! <laughs> Hallelujah! That is the weekend question. I'm going to say... Sure. I actually did have another question. Okay. I was watching the Jason show on Thursday, mm-hmm. 
And he had the lovely lady from Salty Tart on. Oh, Michelle Geyer. Yes. Yes, and they were making a dessert out of um, an ice cream. It's called, the company is called Sweet Me. Yes. Sweet Me. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, because he was going so crazy over the lemon bar ice cream, um, where can you get that at the local, like, Kowalski's Cub? Um, we're going to research that for you. Yeah, you know what? Yep. I know it's Sweet Meat Creamery, and I know that Michelle yep. had had um, done a bunch of, uh, she had done some flavor. Flavor profiles. Yeah, but yeah. it looks like it's at Kowalski's, Lund's, Byerly's, Cub Foods, Coborn's, Hy-Vee. Looks like some holiday station stores have them. Wow. I didn't expect oh, that. Wow. I know. That was sort of surprising. Um uh, festival, if you've got a festival around you, Jerry's, I guess Jerry's has one in, oh, has in it St. Louis Park. In St. Louis Park or Edina. Edina. Yeah. They're on the border, right? Yeah. So there, there you, you go. go. Lots of places. Yeah. I think if you're really, if you're, if you don't want to feel like driving around, you know, and just, I would call the store that you're closest to and ask them if they carry it. Okay. Wonderful. All right. Good luck. Enjoy your ice Thank cream. You so Happy holiday. Yeah, that's a good one. I know that she had done... They have some really interesting uh, flavors. Have you seen that there stuff? There was a strawberry rhubarb cobbler, I think, that she was... Oh, that's yeah. her favorite, the lemon bar. Yep. And yeah, some really interesting some seasonal, crazy, very seasonal dark flavors. Dark chocolate mint. Yeah. No, I love that idea. I think that's great. Um, and I do think like ice cream is a tough one for <laughs> this weekend. But I mean, you know, I, you, know you kind of need it. You Lots need ice, ice cream. Lots of ice and ice cream this yep. weekend. I know. So if you're going to have a, so Molly is a catering chef, is very accustomed to throwing parties for big, you know, Mm -hmm. big amounts of people, you know, whether it's Memorial Day or Fourth of July or anything else. And so I kind of wanted to talk to her because I know a couple of you guys have called up and this also is graduation parties where you have open houses where people are trickling in. These are all hard things Mm -hmm. to figure out, you know, as far as the hostess who doesn't do it very often. One of the questions we had last week, and I sent this woman a note because I felt like I did a little math for her, was about pork shoulder okay. and doing pork shoulder. So if you're doing a giant pork shoulder because you want to do, you know, you want to do like pulled pork tacos or whatever. For like 20 people or something? For 130 oh. <laughs> over a bunch of hours for an open house. So she had 100 people, 100 adults, 30 kids. Okay. In her mind that we're coming for this graduation party, which could easily be your Memorial Day party kind yep. of idea. Yep. And she said that she was wondering, they wanted to smoke the pork. She didn't know how many, you know, pork butts or shoulders. They're basically the same thing. You know, what, how many to buy? What would you say? I'm, I'm kind of testing what I said against what you are going to say. Uh, first of all, I think it's going to be more expensive for her to do it herself. Oh, you, you honestly, so? really? Because she's going to have to buy the pork shoulder at retail. Instead yeah. of, I mean, like you could call up a caterer, or even a barbecue place and just and order it. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, just that's a lot of pork for somebody that isn't necessarily set up for it to do unless they are really set up and they love to smoke. And, you yeah, know, it's going to be this whole thing um, with you're making me do math. But here's Saturday the deal. Morning. Think about it this way. Let me tell you what I'm I'll give you what Kay. I said and then you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. OK, so I was thinking also graduation party when you consider the fact that it is. Um, it, it's one of many things that people are stopping by. She doesn't have to, in this case, she doesn't have to feel like she's feeding everybody. You know what I mean? She doesn't have to feel or feed somebody an entire meal. Right. I mean, that was one of the things at my graduation party. I was like, well, nobody ate the chili with Cheetos, you know, or Cheetos or Fritos. They didn't eat any walking tacos because they'd already eaten so much stuff. 
That's true with graduation parties because it's usually the progressive that they're going to. Right. But for something like a standalone, like a Memorial Day party yeah. or something like that. So I said, knowing also that kids probably wouldn't eat as much as adults, I'm thinking about four to six ounces per person. Four ounces is what I had in my head okay. because See? because you're putting it on a bun. Yeah, you're also, you know? this is part of a meal. This isn't straight up. This is the thing I have to eat that day. Yeah. Whether it was a taco or a bun. Mm-hmm. So four to six ounces. So I, I kind of hovered at five is what I was thinking. So five ounces, knowing that pork shrinks when it cooks. Yes, it does. So that you have to buy more than you think. So five ounces per person is about, and I went to it, I said about a hundred, I said about 120 or 110 people is where I went with my number. Okay. Because knowing that because not everybody will, will eat yeah. and kids will definitely maybe go, eh, and want the chips only. Yeah. So thinking about that, I kind of used 100. I kind of canceled the kids out. But okay. <laughs> you just dismissed the kids. I know. There are some kids, like our kids would have eaten. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and then I was worried that she was counting kids as teens. And then I was like, well, then you need to go 150 right. for people. But anyway, so if I said that, and then I said, so I thought basically if you're thinking that's like 100 you know, that's 400 ounces. I did some math. I can't remember how. I know. I, I'm using my calculator. Are you? Good I already, for you. I already did that. And then I thought, so here's what you need. So I, and this is exactly what I did. I went to Costco and I bought those two, that those, they have a pork shoulder pack and it's two shoulders in one pack. And it's usually about 30 bucks. How much, are, how much poundage is there though? So much poundage. I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, are they <laughs> But they were pounds? like 20 to 30 pounds. Okay. Because I was going to say she, I mean, total... She'd probably need between 40 to 50 pounds okay. to allow for shrinkage, as yeah. we've already discussed. Yeah. Um, and that's going to give you more than enough for sandwiches. Now, if, it, if they were going to eat them on, a, on their own, that's a whole other thing. But right. with, with it going on a bun, that sort of gives you direct portion sizes. Yeah. And the key is remembering is that things that, you know, shrink yeah. while you're cooking. So, yeah. yeah, I said smoke it. And I said smoke it the day before yep. so that you know for how much sure. you have. And then if for chance that you find that you've 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 already bought all that, I said keep a couple of uh you know chickens on the side to do in your instant pot and do like a fast That's boil a so that you can shred that if you yeah. need it. Just on the fly. See, you didn't even need me for that. Woo-hoo. I just like Look to be right <laughs> and I want to make sure that I'm right, and but prove I asked that you're right. No, you did you, you did correct math. Well yeah. done. Okay. So a couple of pork shoulders kids. Just and also remember in the case of the pork shoulder, we had so much extra just because again People were at the end of the day and, you know, they, they yeah, were eating gotta, cereal bar. They weren't eating all the things. And I, but that pork shoulder, we ate off that for weeks and we gave it to other people to take home. And mm-hmm. it was great. It just, it, it works around. But know where you are in the graduation yes. uh, lineup of the day. So you can plan your food a little and bit. And I will better. tell you that if you are seriously thinking about that, if you're at the end of the day, which is a risk, because people get tired or they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't have time to make so-and-so's. I was going to hit three and I only have time for two. Or, But you can definitely, you need to jack up your your cocktail content at the end of the day. And desserts. And desserts. Yep. And then you know that the main food will already have been taken care of. So mm-hmm. that's also a good idea. I think all of mine were end of the days so that, or all the other kids, so that it was like they could chill. You know, they all wanted well, to hang out. Pool. This is true. It, 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 by that time, they're ready to jump in and get wet and not have to go anywhere. So let me ask you quickly. Let's talk about your batched, your famous batched cocktail, because yes, this is a big thing that a lot of people, I think, are terrified of. And I I mean, because I hate a watery cocktail. I hate it when it's too, you know, I feel like or when I overdo it, I can never get the balance right on the big scale, which is silly. 
Well, and some of that is just practice, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, practice makes perfect. So it does. Do a couple of batch cocktails every weekend and see how you do. Um, but <laughs> maybe not. Uh, but no, I I make a bourbon slush that that everybody seems to really like, and um, it's taken some tinkering, you know, because I, I make it in a large volume, and I'm working right now to sort of scale that down so you can put it on your Facebook page, Molly's Sweet. Bourbon Slush. Um, but I think that there's a couple of different like theories on this. You can have a batch cocktail that then you're putting over ice and that's what's going to, you know, sort of soften the booze. Yep. Right. Or you can have a mixer that you're putting with it. So like the bourbon slush is already frozen. It's already cold. Yeah. And then we're adding like a ginger beer to it to sort of balance the, the alcohol content. So, you know, you need to have ice or a mixer that's going to help you balance the straight booze yeah that you've got going on right right how long does it take you to freeze that bourbon slush because alcohol doesn't really freeze well i have access to you know a industrial freezer True, true. <laughs> commercial freezer so that just happens faster it happens well it's a negative you know it's negative 10 is it? there so it's <laughs> it's like putting it outside on a on a gorgeous winter day um so it does go pretty fast but you know in the, i do like 22 quarts basically at a time yeah and six quarts of it is actually tea. Yeah. Uh, ten quarts of it is uh, orange juice and lemonade. And then, you know, three liters of it is bourbon. Right. So there's not, you know, there's a lot more non-alcohol in it than there is alcohol. So it does And the alcohol just helps it not freeze solid. Solid. Right, right. That's right. what makes it stay slushy. Oh, my God. This is so great. Okay, we're going to continue. We're going to take a quick break. And we're going to continue talking about Memorial Day drinks and snacks Rhubarb blondies, all sorts of fun stuff. Plus, we're also going to talk a little bit about what to cook when it's hot. <laughs> I think we'll need it this weekend. Because we're going to have a real need for that this weekend. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is The Weekly Dish. Hey, everybody. This is The Weekly Dish. Welcome back. Thanks for hanging today. Hopefully, you guys are getting yourselves ready for a nice, long, luxurious, steamy Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> that was a lot of adjectives. I know. <laughs> I feel it. I'm feeling the three-day weekend. I woke up and I just was like... It is here. It's here. I am. I'm having a good day. And ready. I'm ready. ready for it. I'm ready to hang out. I'm ready to chill. I'm ready to actually finish my garden, actually. Well, I'm, when you say finished, it's never finished, but <laughs> that's kind of funny of an idea. But I still have things to plant. I'm not done yet okay. by any means. So, Which I felt good as on the organic farm last night. They're like, well, we haven't even gotten our corn in. I'm like... Okay, good. Because I have an organic garden. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite to the scale. I mean, it's just, it's an organic garden because I don't, I just, you know, there's, I don't put anything on it. I just see what happens. So I did. Let it grow. Yeah. I planted Brussels sprouts and cauliflower. Oh, very cool. I know. So, and we're going to see cauliflower rice in your future. Yes. I'm so excited by this. And then I won't have to buy it and then not use it and then throw it away eventually because that happens to me more than I would like to say. You have extra. Okay, I know. I'll take some. Um, also, we planted, Jake and I planted Japanese cucumbers. We planted some Tokyo onions. I have no idea Ooh, what that what means. What are those? I don't know, but we planted okay. them. Choke cherries. Very I have nice. choke cherries going because I know that you can start them in your garden and then you can replant them and they can just basically live wild. So I'm going to do that. Um, and then I have, <sighs> I can't remember. I mean, there was a bunch of stuff. You've never really had a garden of this size before, have not you? Not of this size. Not with raised beds, not with protected. Like, there's a fence around my garden yep, because keep the rabbits and the I live in out. the wild. So, yeah. Wild? In the wild. <laughs> I know. Um, so, we're talking Memorial Day. So, we're going to keep talking about fun stuff um, that you can make and bring for Memorial Day. On the Facebook page, if you want to go, we do have a question up saying, what's your favorite dish? Uh, you know, we've had German potato salad, Italian kebabs. 
Ooh. Should we talk about those? That is a thing where you chop up those little dill pickles, cube your favorite cheese and pepperoni, and then you put them in a toothpick, and then you put Italian dressing on it. That's a thing <laughs> that you may not, from I'm the sorry. South, know I'm anything sorry. about. Should I hit the cough button while I yeah, laugh Yeah, maybe you should. Because, and I will agree, Shannon, she said that she loves them, and I will agree that this is a thing that I've seen at many, many Minnesota parties. I've never even heard of this really? phenomenon. No. Cheese and pepperoni, and then like sometimes a pickle or an olive or something on there? It's yeah, a thing. I guess we just never called them Italian kebabs. Well, I think that's Shannon's cute okay. little way of saying okay. it. But uh, when you said Italian kebabs, you know what I pictured? What did you picture? I pictured grilled Italian sausage with peppers and onions. Oh, yeah. That would be another thing. But that's not, that's too hard. This is a quick, <laughs> this is something you assemble and this bring. Is right. It, this you're is buying bring, the ingredients are ready to go. Bring a dish to share. We okay. do have Christine on the line. Christine, do you have a question today? Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. Hi, ladies. Um, hi, Molly. Hi. Um, this is Christine from Psychic Suppers. Oh, my God, Christine! Christine, I think that voice sounds so familiar. Are you about to tell us how the rest of the radio show is going to go? Yeah. It's going to go wonderfully. Okay. Okay. That, thank gosh. <laughs> thank goodness. Oh, good. Well, cool. Well, I am making um, at home what I call meat paste. Oh. Um, yes. It's, is that like uh, pate? It is. It's a, it's a French-Canadian poor man's meat pate and it's made with pork butt and spices and onions and things of that nature but i'm trying to get the fat content down in it um and i'm wondering if there if different cuts of pork adding that to it would kind of alleviate some of the fat content in it well let me ask you this because when you say that it's a, a butter or a pate like what are you doing to it to emulsify it um, you actually, I just use a stick blender. Okay. And because you cook it down on the stove for about four hours, so it just, all the meat just kind of disintegrates, um, and then I drain it off, and I take a stick blender and just kind of blend it up. Okay. Um, I would say that getting rid of the fat is going to leave you with a less smooth yeah, product. that's my concern. Yeah. So, I mean, but you could go a little more cottagey with it and, and more like a potted meat and, and have it be a little chunky, like a country pate. Yeah. So, I, you know, maybe switch out, a, I would try a third leaner pork to two okay. thirds with the fat and see how it does. But I'm afraid okay. that you might not like the consistency if you back off all that fat. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. I like the consistency right now. It's it's a little chunkier. It's more like a deviled ham type consistency mm-hmm. right now. Not quite as slick though, but um, yeah, I'm just trying to, to balance out the fat content. So, well, that's good advice. Well, and if you're worried about, you know, fat from a health perspective, if you, if you added in a healthy fat, like uh, what would you an do? avocado oil or something very neutral, um, you could try, you could try that. I don't know that it's going to give you the same homogenized product because you know the the pork and the fat are so right. you know they're already together yeah um my very technical speak they're together they're together <laughs> uh so you know you, you could try that but i would try just you know a third leaner pork with two-thirds of the heavier fat pork and see see what happens okay that's a great idea this freeze is really nice so would adding the avocado oil keep that from freezing no, no, it that should, should be fine. Okay. It should be fine. Um, okay. You would need to let it sit out, obviously, at room temperature, and then maybe right. reblend it once okay. you once it comes to room temperature because the oil might separate from yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, keep that in mind. 
but Christine, yeah, well, I, I, I would I would love a little sample of this. I was going to say, the next time we next see you, psychic suppers. how do you not bring one of some of this for us? <laughs> Believe me, I have, been, I have been passing it out to people saying you have to try this. It ends up being really, really good. It's like a, a poor man's um, liverwurst. So it's really good. Okay. Exciting. Potluck at Christine's. <laughs> wonderful. Well, thanks, you ladies. Thanks, awesome. Christine. Nice to hear from you, Christine. Oh, that's great. For those of you that don't know who Christine is, Christine yeah. Schrader is a local psychic in town. And at Kitchen of the Market, we have done cooking classes with her called Psychic Suppers, where yes. everybody cooks in the kitchen and they get 10 minutes with her. And it is a fun time. It is. She you is guys, a lovely lady. And I, you know, I've known Christine for years. Mm-hmm. And she is, I brought her to my mom's 70th birthday party and she gave readings to all of, you know, all of her friends and now, and they often now call her for parties and stuff. And so if you want to Christine's information, you just DM us and we'll send it to yeah, you for sure. And, Happy to do that. You know, cause she's, she's one, she's wonderful to talk to and uh, you're not going to like find out lottery numbers or anything. So don't do that. But you know, definitely it's a very <laughs> awesome thing. Okay. So let's, uh, I love the idea of a pate and that's also like a heat friendly party dish that you can bring. Yes. You are, let's talk about the watermelon bar. Because, oh my God, you had this idea for uh, a summer party idea. And I'm I excited about this. Yes. So, um, wedges of watermelon. Yep. And then, mm. you know, in the South, we always put salt on our watermelon. And yeah. I know that people up here don't necessarily do that. I, I but like, I've heard some crazy things that people put on watermelon. And so I decided to just put them all out there. What have you heard? And let people bacon make on watermelon? <laughs> well, no, not quite that weird. <laughs> Can I bring some bacon to put on my watermelon? Sure. Now that you said that. Bacon and watermelon. I mean, it's really? not going to taste bad. No, it's not. So we're going to have salt and we're going to have black pepper. And somebody had said herbs de Provence, which was a really very specific herb blend. that I was like, yeah, like a oh, lavender okay. and all the rest in there. Yeah. But I, with that watermelon, watermelon yeah, can be a little floral. I can yeah. see where that would work. Yeah. Um, somebody had mentioned pepper jelly to me, which I have never in my life thought about putting jelly on well, watermelon. They, people put it on cheese, and that befuddles me, too. I know that's a weird... <laughs> and I do like it on cheese. I know. I so, know. Uh, you know, like pepper jelly and like anything that you can think of. that pe- And uh, like the tahine uh, hot Mexican salt. Mexican lime. hot yeah, salt like with the limes. Li- mm-hmm. So we're going to have all that laid out, and people can just doctor their own watermelon. Mix and match. Yeah. Spicy honey seems like I would want to dip it in a spicy Ooh, honey. That's Have a you good seen one. spicy honey? I don't I know. I make spicy honey. Do you? I was going to say somebody either made it or I've seen it. Yeah, that sounds really good. I So are, is it going to be like wedges and then little pots that you can sort of pick so, yeah, up? Wedges on a platter and then there'll be all these little little tiny dishes. You know I like my tiny dishes. I know you do love them. Lovely little tiny dishes out with all of these, you know, implements of construction for okay. your watermelon bar pleasure. I think that's a really nice way to have a treat, a dessert that's not necessarily and it's fruit, so it's, it's fruit. not like you know potato chips. And well, if you, people don't want dessert; they can still go do the watermelon. And it's gluten free, and yeah. it's you know it fits everybody's needs. I think that's a great yeah. idea. And with the, as hot as it is, it's going to be hydrating and. Yes. So yeah, there's I'm something about, about that. that. Oh God, that's so great. Mm-hmm. Do you have a feeling of like what watermelons do? I mean, like, is it just basic watermelons that you buy or I buy the seedless kind just you because do? it's easy. I mean, well, you, it's hard to find even a seed, seeded watermelon is now. It? I didn't know that. It's a little I don't more buy difficult watermelons. because all the farmers are growing seedless watermelons because that's what, that's what people want. That's what they want. My brother grows watermelons actually in the summer uh, in Florida. And yeah, I, I don't even know if he has a seeded variety. I'll have to ask him. Interesting. That is very interesting. Um, I do think that watermelons are one of those things that you kind of, 
I think it's an under, it's like you don't re- realize how well they work for everybody. And so you kind right. of like, eh, I'll get melons and I'll get it. And then everybody just eats the watermelon. Well, and everybody from like little tiny kids, because it's easy to eat. Yeah. Right. Up to, you know, your great grandmother. Like it's sort of like you said, it meets everybody's needs and it's allergen free. Yeah. I don't think I've ever met anybody allergic to watermelon. Somebody will call in now and Somebody say that they are. Somebody will call in and be allergic to watermelon. Fine. That's okay. Um, but you know, it's a very easy thing to put out for people. So I brought you some rhubarb today. I know. Thank you. So, I've got a bouquet of rhubarb sitting here at the station. Oh, and so we're going to talk a little bit when we come back. We are going to talk about some rhubarb ideas because I'm going to need some help. But I did find a couple recipes. I know there was stuff up on the Facebook page, but there's some interesting stuff um, about rhubarb that I'm excited about. And also we're going to talk a little bit about hot pot cooking. But again, it's the Ask Stephanie portion. So 651-641-1071. Give us a call. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us on this holiday weekend. If you're tuning in in the car or if you are uh, hanging out in your kitchen, just trying to decide where to go, what to do, the weekend's ahead of you. Trying to stay cool. Or if you're in the basement, trying to stay cool. This is uh, the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. We usually take your phone calls, 651-641-1071. Happy to answer any questions. If you have dishes that you are thinking about uh, bringing to a party this weekend, we can help you with some ideas. Maybe you have some recommendations for other listeners. I'm going to... Throw this out there. Pickle dip. Pickle oh, dip. Oh, your pickle, pickle dip, dip is pickle dip. We like all know. Amazingly addictive. And I'm going to say, I'm just going to tell it again. The recipe is three ingredients. I know. So it's so easy. It is, you take, you know, like a little buttig ham, you know, it's corned beef or pastrami, your choice of deli cut, you know, about a quarter of a pound of it or whatever. You chop, chop, chop it with a knife so it's nice and like thin. Do not put it in a, sh- in a, uh, processor no don't because it makes it weird just chop it (laughs) with a knife and then you take two blocks of philadelphia cream cheese and one jar of deli style dill relish that has been drained and you mix all that stuff together with a healthy dose of salt and pepper i know done i know that it's easy but i really prefer it when you make it for me i know (laughs) i know well i'm probably gonna bring some i'm gonna you know bring some to people during you know picnics and everything else just yeah. a little bit just a little t- teaser a little, t- a little summer teaser taste if i can ugh, keep it away from jake that is that's the primary objective Hands off, jake. making sure that i hide it in the fridge in a you know in a place that's enough god i I know. I know that you have brought some to me before and i will admit to possibly eating it on toast for breakfast yeah oh god all the time that's what happens it totally oh, happens like it that. is so good it's cream cheese, people. Cream cheese is allowed everywhere and all the time. It's like ice cream. It is. It is. It's like a, it should be coded by the Food and Drug Administration as a drug because it's so lovely. Uh, we have Jill on the line. Hey, Jill, what's going on today? Uh, I was just wondering um, <laughs> where I should have brunch in near the Southwest Metro. Southwest Metro. Southwest Metro. Are you looking for casual brunch, formal brunch? What do you? What kind of? What's your vibe? Um, more a casual brunch, probably. My first thought is Lynn sixty five. Yeah, have you been to Lynn sixty five in Richfield? I have not. Oh, it's it is a really cool hidden gem in a strip mall down there, across from the Lake Winds Foods Co op. Yep, right and across. It is just lovely. Do you, what do you love about it, Mills? Um, well, the, you know, chef Ben Reitz is doing some amazing things there, but they have great drinks, uh, alcoholic and non-alcoholic. Um, they have just a really interesting brunch lineup. Yeah. Uh, and they also do some fried chicken and, you oh, know, yeah. you can get a little bit of everything, which I think is good. Ola Arepa is another good one for oh, brunch. Yeah. That's which is kind a little of in bit, Kingfield. 
Um, so not necessarily Southwest Metro, but you know, it's it's South Minneapolis. What about? Have you thought about Martina for brunch? I have not. That's a really good that there that brunch is legit, and they have a brunch burger that's legit. It's Here's a pro tip. Are you ready? Yeah. For Martina, pro tip: order the potato churros as soon as you sit down. And order two orders because you will, once you taste them, you're going to want more than one. Yeah. Yeah. Is that good, Jill? Yeah. Thanks so much. That's really helpful. All right. Have a great weekend. Um, there is, uh, yeah, the brunch situation for the weekend is, I don't know. I don't know if they'll be like busy or not busy at people's I brunches. I feel like not because people be out of town. Day, like the kicking off of the backyard party in the cabin. Stuff? Well, plus, I think the hard part is sometimes since everyone has Monday off, are you are people going to go brunch on Monday? No, you don't think so. No, do people have parties? I have. There's two other parties. I mean, I know three other parties this weekend that are just happening over the weekend. You know, not necessarily sure. Memorial Day. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah, like I said, summer kickoff for yeah. Minnesota. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Okay, if you're gonna not have air conditioning, <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> have this to, is a hypothetical question. This is a maybe. Suppose you're a short, small girl named Stephanie, and you have no air conditioning, and your son is such a pain in the butt when you heat the house up with the oven that maybe you have to figure another thing out. So the Instant Pot has saved me twice already this mm-hmm. week. I did rice in it so that I could do some quick stir fry. And um, I did and I did ribs last week, I guess. Um, which again, you know, it's like when you do you know, beef in it, it's not the same as like ribs on the oven or the grill. My grill is still in flux right I was now. about to ask what the grill situation is. Have you ordered your part yet? I ordered my part, um, and then they said it was coming, and then they said there was a mix-up, and they had to resend it. So it's still not okay. here. If I get it by tomorrow, great. If I don't, I'm just going to come to everybody else's house. So, yep. But it is coming, and I will have summer. I will. I promise. <laughs> um, but there is... Um, there is uh, the Instant Pot to me. One of the things I was thinking about was if you do like a, the whole chicken, which of course you guys mm-hmm. takes 25 minutes, I think. That's what I think it does. 25 minutes on the whole chicken. And then and then you just shred that. And then that becomes an easy thing that you don't have to. I mean, you can make chicken salads of all sorts of natures and it can go for like you can do two, like do one back to back, you know, and yep. then you all of a sudden you have so much chicken that. And you haven't even heated up and you your don't, house. And you don't have to cook the rest of the week. You can just put together. Yes. And I think one of our favorite meals at home um, that is a no-cook meal, once you have you know some leftovers in your fridge or whatever you want, or yep. you can use the grill, yeah. uh, is spring rolls. They're oh, what a great idea. so easy to make. And I actually made them uh, just the other day, and I put it on my Instagram stories. I, don't, I think it's archived, so you can still see it. I, I'll give you... A, <laughs> A few a lesson learned in just a moment, but we make spring rolls all the time uh, at the kitchen because a lot of people don't know how to make them and they no, want to make them. I am horrible at it. I I the whole I love it and it's fun. I just my wrapping technique is so bad. Right, and it's just like a burrito. Yeah, that's what you need. To, you know, like you want to build on the Sticky bottom burrito. third. <laughs> You know, uh, fold over, fold the ends in, and then roll it away from you, just like a burrito. Yeah, right. So there is a um, what do we got? A gadget? I'm not usually a gadget person, but I guess this would be considered a gadget, a tool to help you make uh, spring rolls or get them damp Yeah, that I didn't even know existed until Karen Tomlinson from Corner Table was cooking Vietnamese in her kitchen right. and she had asked us to get them. And so you can go to an Asian food store and it is like this acrylic vessel on a little pedestal. Oh, yeah. And so it has two parts. It has a perforated part for you to stick the dry spring roll wrappers in. And spring roll wrappers are just rice 
paper. Yeah, basically. you buy those big, they look like big plastic discs, discs yep. actually. But it's just rice paper. So the good thing about spring rolls is that they're gluten-free. Right. Um, and then in the other... So this is a it, half it's moon. It's, it's a half it's moon. It's like a half circle. Almost looks like it could be a flower vase. Yes. And I have a picture somewhere else. Uh, we'll post it up so people can see what it looks like. But, you know, the perforated, the dry spring roll wrappers go in. And then in the other half of that moon uh, is water. And yeah. then you just stick your wrapper in there, swirl rotate it around, it. rotate it around, and then put it on your plate and make your spring roll. Yeah. And it is Which amazing. we always have like bowls of water everywhere that yeah, we just like slish in. Yeah, and we used to do it, gets... it in um, sheet pans and stuff like that. Yeah. And this is so much easier for making it at the table instead yes. of having a spring roll station that you have to have somewhere like yeah. in, on your kitchen counter or whatever that is. Yeah. But the beautiful thing about spring rolls is you can put anything in them. I know. It doesn't have to be Asian. No, we don't. We make the craziest spring rolls. Yeah. It's just like tacos. Yeah. It's just a vessel for a getting different... it in your belly now. Right. And plus, because usually you can get a lot of... It's in, it's because it's compact, and so it's you get a lot of the great greens. I mine my spring rolls are always just jacked with like herbs and greens. Yeah, I love putting lots of fresh herbs in there, and so it's a great way to use the. It's a great way to use the summer bounty that you're going to have from CSA or farmers marketing or or your organic garden, Stephanie. I know uh, leftover chicken. Yep, all that kind of good stuff. Just pull the leftovers out and make them. All right, gang. Well, that was the first part of the show, and we are going to come back with even more. Just important Memorial Day intel. So stay tuned for the second hour of the Weekly Dish. We're brought to you by Red Cow and Red Rabbit. We'll be right back.